Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Wednesday. January 22nd, 2020. And if you're very observant, and I don't know who pays close attention to what I say in the beginning of these episodes, you will know that last week I said it was the 22nd, and this week I said it was the 22nd because it was. We are recording our second episode in a row. So forgive us um, if we're a little punchy by the time this is over. Anyway, I'm Shannon, and I am joined by Stacy, Brooke, Natalia, and Mika. And we are going to look ahead to the month of February and talk about some of the things that we are excited for. And February is a great month for new releases. So before we dive into the episode, I just want to go over the usual stuff. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. And Mika is going to start us off, followed by Brooke, then Stacy, me, and Natalia. And if you have not listened to our monthly picks episodes before, um, I make a big list of books of things that are coming out during the next month. And we pick three each. Sometimes it's very hard to pick three. Um, I think this month Natalia gave me like 12. And we talk about the books that we are looking forward to the most. So Mika, are you ready? I am. Beautiful. So I just think that it's so wonderful. Um, this podcast is so wonderful because you lovely ladies always like introduce me to either authors or maybe like genres that I wouldn't think to try, which is why my pick for my first pick is another YA book. Yeah. <laughs> which is hysterical, <laughs> but I love it. So um, this book is called Malice by Pintip Dunn. I have not read her. I had not heard of Pentip Dunn until she was part of the group that resigned from the RWA board. And so I was like, oh. I didn't know she was even on the RWA board until then. Yeah, so she was. And she was a part of the original, like, seven or eight that just kind of, that resigned en masse. And, um, And so I was like, and the people started making lists of, you know, people that we could, that maybe we might consider supporting. So when I saw that she was in the February picks that you sent, I was like, okay. Um, So my favorite part about this is the blurb. And the blurb starts out with what I know. 
one day a boy is going, a boy in my school is going to create a virus that will wipe out two thirds of the population. Oh my gosh, I have to read this? <laughs> See, I told you it was a Stacey book. I'm so proud. I pegged it. I pegged it. I, I, I passed right over it because it was called Malice. I'm like, oh, it's going to be suspense. I didn't even look at it. See? <laughs> it could have been no, yours. It looks like it's word title. Um, and then the second part of the, bur- of the blurb says, what I don't know who he is oh, and I am so excited because um and and the blurb really doesn't tell a whole lot more than that um so what I else went do you need skimming. to know I know no, I, I don't mean, think really. there's so I went skimming for reviews and I very carefully like I only read like little bits and pieces of reviews because I didn't want to get spoiled and um so it sounds like this girl is 17 her name is Alice and Future Alice gets in touch with teenage Alice and lets her know that at some point a madman is going to set off a virus and that, um, and I guess the book really kind of explores does the needs of like the many outweigh the needs of the few. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a romance. I have no idea of how they're going to figure this stuff out. Um, but people are kind of calling it like a science fiction thriller. And it it sounds like it's going to be a lot of action. It's going to be action packed with lots of twists and turns. And there is like another, and there is a, um, they you know she's she's just trying to figure out like how how am I going to stop this person? And could there possibly be love in this in this equation? And so devastation. <laughs> Yeah, and this and this pre devastation. Will um, be love so, or will it be plague? <laughs> never, plague love or please, plague? Plague. Give me, give me love or give love me or plague. Give me plague. <laughs> so it just it just sounds really delightful. As soon as I read the blurb, I was like, "Oh my god, this is a Stacy book." Yes, yes it is. <laughs> and yes, I am so thrilled that I'm right. So. This is Malice by Pentip Dunn, and it comes out on February 4th. I read a Pentip Dunn book last year, and I really, really loved it. Um, she does these really complicated, like, near-future, uh, like, hybrid of, like, science fiction and fantasy with these really great romances woven in. I just I really love her. Yay! I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I picked a good one. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. So the first book that I'm going to talk about tonight is a book that I am totally looking forward to. It is Alone in the Wild, Rockton yes. Number Five, by Kelly Armstrong, and it comes out on February fourth. Which, for all readers, this is my wedding anniversary. It'll be my fourteenth wedding anniversary. Just so you know. So, um, this book being the fifth book, um, it's kind of difficult to talk about, but the blurb doesn't really give away, doesn't really, it's descriptive enough that I think it's okay just to talk about it and not other books from the series, but I recommend starting at the top because it gives you an idea of why each of the characters are in this place, and it gives you an idea of um, kind of the dynamics 
of the whole little community. So this book is about um, our main character, who's also the main character of the series, and her name is Casey. And Casey is out on like a kind of a trip vacation with her boyfriend, who happens to be the sheriff of their community. And she's actually one of their like, quote, detectives, I guess, of the community. And they're out on vacation, and they come across a baby. And the baby is in the arms of a dead woman who's buried in the snow. And the baby is still alive. So this community that they live in, they don't really allow people under the age of 18. So they need to figure out, well, is it safe for this baby to stay in this community? Because it's kind of a very... Nope. Um, Kind of a very, um, I don't know how to describe this community. It's very, um, it's got some Leafful? interesting people. Questionably some... moral? <laughs> exactly. Questionably moral, questionably moral very people. not appropriate um, for a baby. <laughs> yeah. So I guess they need to decide, like, is it safe for this baby to stay there? Or is it safer for the baby to go, like, go somewhere else? So that's kind of what they're deciding. But at the same time, they need to solve this murder because of, like, figure out, like, how did this dead woman get to this community? And they're, like, they're the only ones that kind of solve these cases in this community because it's such a remote community. So it should be a really interesting book. It's called Alone in the Wild, Rockton Number 5 by Kelly Armstrong. And it comes out on February 4th. And I can't wait and it's I not very Rockton. long. No, it's not. No, Rockton is, I think, one of my favorite things that she's written. So February, February 4th is going to be the best day of the month. It is. Well, one it of is. them. And it is because my wait, my friends, is over. On February 4th, I'll be put out of my misery. Because Deathless Divide. The sequel to Dread Nation by Justina Ireland will be released into the world. And I cannot even wait. I read Dread Nation in 2018 and I did not know I was going to have to wait nearly two years. I don't think anyone knew sequel. that. Um, and so what is going to be so exciting is I'm going to have to reread Dread Nation to reacquaint myself with aspects of the story. But in this book, um, in the sequel, um, Jane is on uh, Jane, who is the amazing kick-ass heroine of this book. Um, it's always hard with second books. Is on a quest um, to discover somebody who um, has uh, moved away from their home. And so she's going to go westward toward California in this divided America um, in 1880s alternate history. Because you see... During the Civil War, and I believe it was the Battle of Gettysburg, the dead began to rise. And so um, young women, young children were taken and trained to be zombie killers. And Jane was one of those um, to protect the privileged um, upper crust white society. And so Jane is this amazing resourceful heroine and she is going to go and reunite with somebody from her past. And so she has to travel across the country and she is going to come in contact with um, characters that she thought she'd left behind at a very 
terrible place that I'm not going to say much about. And, you know, no one is more surprised than she, except for this other woman named Catherine Devereaux, who was the very hoity-toity girl at school with her, the zombie killer school, and very, um, you know, all the fashionable clothes and kind of always looked down her nose at Jane. And somehow these two young women are going to be reunited and their friendship is going to get them through a very challenging time. And I'm not doing the description justice, but I'm trying not to be spoilery from the first book. But if you like alternate history and zombies and really amazing writing and very strong, vibrant heroines, please, please read Dread Nation first. And then on February 4th, be ready for Deathless Divide by Justina Ireland. Yay. Yes. And some of yes, us maybe yes, yes. have already read the arc and she was going to brag about it. So I took the words away from her. So she couldn't brag herself. <laughs> Man, there's no, there's nothing but love on this podcast. Our listeners. No, there's nothing but love. Here, no, no, there's definite, there's definite um, murderous vibes here. Animosity. <laughs> Animosity. animosity yes that's so odd <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure when i when i did pick this up if it was going to be the conclusion or if we were going to oh, have geez. to wait again and it it is it wraps up so nicely oh, God. oh um, great but it's I it's just read this now yes it's so amazing so February is the month for fantastic sequels i am so so excited because Heart of Flame, Crown of Feathers, book two by Nikki Paupretto is out. So Crown of Feathers is a young adult fantasy novel about Phoenix writers. And I fell in love with it last year. Like I fell hard for Crown of Feathers. And Natalie, um, who is no longer part of Book Bistro, wail, cry, lament. Sniff, sniff. Um, yes, Natalie also really, really loved crown of feathers so when i saw this was coming out um i i missed natalie even more than usual but this is um a young adult fantasy novel as i said it's told from three different points of view um there is a little bit of romance running through it but it's basically the story of a young girl who leaves her rather tyrannical older sister behind and journeys disguised as a boy to find this kind of fabled group of phoenix riders because all of her life she has longed to be a phoenix rider so crown of feathers leaves us on a bit of a cliffhanger as so often happens in ya fantasy series and so i'm really really excited to see how it's going to be picked up here um I loved like the whole like Phoenix aspect of the book. I love the romance. I love the world building. There's just not really much that I didn't love about Crown of Feathers. So I'm very, very excited. Again, this is Heart of Flame, Crown of Feathers, book two. It's by Nikki Paupretto. And it is out, if I didn't say this, on February 11th. My birthday. Yes. You have a lot of good books coming on your birthday. See, happy birthday to me. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke's anniversary has like good books. Your birthday has good books. Natalia. Well, I 
allow I, I basically have Shannon read all the books in case they have cliffhangers and then I wait. So I'm very happy that I'll be able to start this series uh, soon. So the book I'm going to talk about is by one of my favorite authors and she's Lisa Kleypas chasing Cassandra. Oh my goodness. This is out on February 18th. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this story. This is about the railway owner, Tom Severin, and he is in want of a wife and he wants Lady Cassandra. But Lady Cassandra said she was never going to get married. And if she wants that, even though this is the 19th century because of the clout of her family, she can actually make that choice. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Mr. Jaded Severin is going to convince Miss Jaded Cassandra to become his wife. Um, You can read these as standalones. You can read these as standalones, but I would suggest starting from the beginning. The first book is called Cold Hearted Break. Uh, if you like audio, these books are narrated by the fantastic Mary Jane Wells. I miss Rosalind Landor narrating Lisa Kleypas' books. I really do. But Mary Jane Wells is a very worthy replacement. So this is Chasing Cassandra, book six. I don't know. So yes, <laughs> regardless of what number it is, it is the most recent Ravenel's book by Lisa Kleypas, Chasing Cassandra, out February 18th of 2020. If men were here, she would be happy. Because men love Lisa Kleypas. So the book that I'm going to talk about next is one that our fabulous leader, I think, is going to also be quite excited about. Um, So a few weeks ago, I read a little book called Witchmark. By C.L. Polk. And then I started gushing about the greatness of Witchmark on an author's like Discord channel. I'm on Discord and there's a Book Rex channel where we just talk about books and chat about stuff like that all the time. And I was like, oh my God, Witchmark is such a great book. I'm so stressed out. And then somebody was like, I was also stressed out. I was stressed out when I was writing it. And I was like, you're the author. The book is so great. I love this book. Oh, yeah. So I totally (laughs) fangirled all over that channel. Um, And and which mark was glorious. But the sequel called Storm Song comes out on my birthday, February 11th. And um, so which mark and Storm Song are basically um, books that take place in this kingdom called Aeland. And um, basically, like, the first book, I've, I feel like the first book is, like, a delightful steampunk-ish novel with two delightful men. And, ma- and there's lots of magic and intrigue. And um, this book, Storm Song, is about the the main character of Witchmark, um, his sister. And in Witchmark, the sister kind of did some things that she probably should not have. And now in Stormsong, everything has completely fallen apart. And and everything is just kind of is kind of crazy right now. So um she is it looks like she is she has to figure out 
life. I'm really trying not to spoil this book. <laughs> I'm doing my best to not spoil Witchmark because this is so tightly, it's right on the heels of what happened in the events of Witchmark. Um, but everything's gone to hell and, and um, it, is, it is an FF book. So I am really delighted about that. It will be about Grace and a photojournalist named Avia. Um, That's a great name. It is such a great name. And the books, like, Witchmark really stressed me out. <laughs> I was super stressed reading that book because it was just so masterfully done, lots of suspense. And I feel like now that, now that this book is coming out, there's probably going to be so much more suspense. And and she's the author's probably going to ramp up that tension to like a thousand. So um, I'm really excited about it. On February 10th, read Witchmark. <laughs> and then on February 11th, go get, go get Storm Song because they are just, Witchmark was a delightful fantasy read um, with lots of steampunky goodness. And I think that this book is going to be even better. That's Storm Song by C.L. Polk. I really enjoyed um, Witchmark. Yes. I love Ugh. kind of the like magic meets medicine. Me too. In, in Witchmark. And so I'm anxious to see kind of how like that's kept up because now like we turn to Grace. Yes. And I, I'm just very excited. So the next book that I'm going to talk about is The Glass Hotel by Emily St. John Mandel. And it comes out on February 15th. So this book is about, I think, kind of, I guess it's mainly about Vincent. And from what I can tell in the uh, synopsis, Vincent is a woman. Um, or at least identifies as she. I'm not really sure because Vincent isn't a common female name as far as I know. So mm -hmm. Vincent is a bartender and at a five-star hotel. And at this hotel, a whole bunch of things are happening. So there's this guy who's described as a hooded figure comes in and writes a message that says, go eat, why don't you eat glass on, and he writes this on a glass window. Well, a couple of different people see it, but the person that was actually meant for to see it did not see it. So the owner of this hotel, he did not see the message. And so this message, I guess, was important, but we kind of, I don't know what happens, but he ends up leaving a $100, um, what do you call it, tip for Vincent. Because, you know, guy we who all wrote the message? Because we all, no, no, no. The owner of, sorry, sorry. The owner of the, um, the hotel comes in, as far as I understand. Oh. And he, he must get a drink or something. And he leaves a $100 um, tip for Vincent, as well as his business card. Well, Ooh. you fast forward a year, and Vincent, and his name is Jonathan. Jonathan and Vincent are now married. And they, 
um, before they actually lived in Vancouver. And now they have moved down to New York City. And they're living in Manhattan, as far as I understand. And Jonathan, I'm not really sure what's happened to the hotel, but Jonathan has this, this kind of this hedge fund thing going on where he's in, supposedly invested the money of a bunch of people. But as far as I understand, it's not really, um, he's not a very good investor because oh. he not only loses the money of his like close friends and family, but he's also lost the money of a Saudi prince and some well-known artist. And so I'm not sure how they all tie into this, but somehow, or I'm not really sure what happens to Jonathan, but Vincent takes off and ends up on a ship. And I'm not really sure, really sure where the ship is going, but she disappears um, in between ports. And so I don't know what's gonna happen, but this book, it kind of, it looks like it's gonna be really good. Like it looks like it kind of goes between different um, places. There's like an underground homeless um, camp, um, a luxury hotel, and like all these different like environments. And I'm kind of looking, or settings, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how she ties this all in. So from what it describes, it's a book about love, guilt, and greed, and stuff like that. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how this all ties together, because the uh, synopsis was a little confusing, but it sounds really interesting. So it's The Glass Hotel by Emily St. John Mandel, and it comes out on February 15th. And I'm really looking forward to it, because I've read her... Um, I haven't read all of her other books because I haven't been able to get hold of some of them. But I've, the ones that I have read of hers have been so, so good. Like, I've really, really enjoyed them. I've heard great things about Station Eleven, which is sort of a, like, post-apocalyptic And there's book another that one written. that's called, um, I think it's, was it Something Hotel? Broke Down ho Broke? Something Hotel. And I really, Ooh. really liked that one. I'll have to find it and recommend it to you. So <clears throat> this next book is a new to me author, but it is a romantic comedy and an enemies to lovers. And I love enemies to lovers. It makes me so happy. And so this is a book called The Worst Best Man by Mia Sosa. And um, it comes out on February 4th. And um, the, <laughs> so our, our heroine is, um, her name is, well, her name uh, looks like Carolina, but I'm wondering if it's Carolina, because she goes by Lena, and she is a wedding planner. And, um, you know, how could a wedding planner actually have been left at the altar? But that is what happens to Lena. And so years later, um, she has this amazing, amazing opportunity but the only catch is that she has to work with the worst best man, which is the best man from her failed wedding, who also happens to be the brother of her ex-fiance. Oh. Um, Holy so, crap. That's like yes, every trope. Every trope. And I love it. And so Max, who is the worst best man, um, 
and Lena have to work together to um, pull together this presentation. And soon, sparks not of the anger variety begin to fly. But what is going to happen because Lena's not interested in love and Max is not interested in playing second to his brother ever again in the history of his life. So Uh how is this going Hmm. to end happily ever after? And um, for those of us who are interested in these things, which I am, um, this is an own voices author. And um, this book just looks really good and fun and um, a little lighthearted. Um, compared to the post-apocalyptic and or the uh, alternate That's history like zombie hunting. and the haunted house <laughs> yeah. book that I'm going to talk about zombies, next, it is so. I guess zombies and ghosts. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Like, so like, that sounds like my catnip, though. All the tropes. I know, I know all the tropes, but in a sparkling, fresh package. I am hoping. So, yay! I've heard Yay. good things about Mia Sosa. Um, I've never read her, but I've, I've heard a lot of people really like her. So hopefully this name. will be great. It is a great name. I know. It sounds know. very Mia Sosa. elegant. Yes. She's definitely Hispanic. So my next pick, I'm taking a break from young adult fantasy because I have uh, two out of my three picks this month are young adult fantasy. But this is Mercy House, and it is by Elena Dillon. It comes out on Ooh. February 11th. And it is, it's set in New York City, and it's about this house called Mercy House, which is a refuge for women who have been abused or um, abandoned by their families. Um, Basically, women who are in trouble come to Mercy House, and Mercy House is run by a group of nuns. And these nuns sometimes find themselves kind of like constrained by oh something like pesky called the law like the law doesn't let you help people in the way that these nuns sometimes want to and all this is fine until someone comes to investigate some things that have happened at mercy house and suddenly this whole thing is like put in great peril And the nuns are kind of forced to re-examine like how it is they're helping people. And is this something that they feel like they can stand behind, even if it may cost all of them um, more than they ever expected to pay. So this is, I don't know, like historical fiction kind of crossed with a thriller um, in terms of like, because everyone is apparently hiding secrets. Like all of these nuns who run Mercy House have pretty dark secrets of their own that they don't want to come to light but these secrets are also kind of the things that like propel them to like work with troubled women um so this looks really really great i love books about like schools for wayward girls or like schools set up for kind of like you know like your last chance before you're like plunged into disgrace forever so this is kind of what this this looks like except for like adult women as opposed to teenage girls so i really really want this book this is mercy house and it's by elena dillon it comes out on february 11th so my next pick is by an author whose debut novel came out last year. So this would be her second book. And her debut novel was, oh, Jesus, The Night Olivia Fell. 
by Christina McDonald. So this is her second novel, and it's called Behind Every Lie. And just by the title, it makes me want to read it. Um, the Night Olivia Fell was phenomenal. So I'm expecting that this next book will be awesome. It has nothing to do with the characters. This is a complete standalone. And this book is about a woman who wakes up in the hospital after surviving a lightning strike. How interesting is that? And no, she doesn't get any superpowers or anything sad, sad face. But she survives a lightning strike and she wakes up and it turns out that she's accused of her mother's murder. Whoa. Yes, because her mother was killed. And that's not a spoiler. Her mother was killed, but she doesn't remember anything. She actually doesn't even remember going to her mother's house or anything that happened. And of course... The people around her don't believe her, and she doesn't know who to trust. And one of the people that she thinks she cannot trust is herself, since she doesn't remember. So this looks like an awesome, twisty, uh, can't-see-it-coming, lots-of-secrets kind of thriller that I like. And if it's anything like The Night Olivia Fell, I'm sure it's going to leave me just sitting down and reading it all at once without pausing. So this is Behind Every Lie, Christina McDonald, and it's out on February 4th. Can't wait. So many things on February 4th. I know. It's such an epic. I, I feel like I should take the day off. <laughs> so I feel really weird about being excited for this next book <laughs> because it is book nine in the series that I've only read the first book of. So... um so the book and it comes out on february 25th so this is imaginary numbers which is a part of the encrypted series by seanan mcguire and um this i've only read the first book um this count armageddon is that the first book i think yes that sounds right all right (laughs) i'm like ah sounds right um and i liked it but i think i need like another book to fully be invested in the in the series um but this is this book is about sarah who is the cuckoo 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 um so like the who's she's kind of a telepath and you know probably one step away from being super predatory um but seems to like always be there for the prices when when they need her. So this encrypted, this encrypted series, um, the, the main characters are, is the price family who are cryptozoologists. Say that 18 times fast. Um, and so they basically like, they basically gather information on supernatural creatures. Um, and they try to keep, they try to keep a group called the covenant from attempting to wipe those creatures out. Um, so this book is about Sarah who we meet in book one and it looks like I, I like, I like cruised through a couple of reviews just to kind of see what people were saying. And it looks like it's going to be a bit more serious than like some of her fare in that series. Um, and it sounds like the stakes have definitely been have been upped and 
Um, I'm really excited to see what happens with Sarah. I do actually have a question that I want to run by you guys before I um, finish. And that is that it says that it says that she has like been in love with her cousin. And I just have questions. So Sarah is a cuckoo and she was taken in by the, one of the price grandmothers. And right. so she is not, um, she's not related to okay. any of them by blood. Yeah, so it's not yeah. nasty. Okay. No, it's not like an incestuous. I was like, we like, got little flowers in the attic happening here. I'm no. Like, oh, so it looks like, and it looks like there's going to be some like fantastic math. That's because I think that Sarah's a mathematician. She and is. So she is. it sounds like there's going to be mathematics used in for the power of good, I guess. And um, they say, and in the blurb, it says, like at the end of the blurb, it says, this means war. Cuckoo against price. Cuckoo Ooh. against... Hail the cuckoo! Cuckoo's against, cuckoo's against encrypted. Not everyone will be left standing. That's what it says in the blurb. Oh, gosh. So, Great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, again, that is imaginary numbers which is the encrypted series number nine by Sean and McGuire, February 25th in stores oh near God. you void where prohibited. I love cetera, this series. <laughs> so the last book that I'm going to talk about is the dark corners of the night. Unsub number three by Meg Gardner. And it comes out on February 18th. So this looks the third book of the series, as I said. And book number one is called Unsub, because, you know, y'all want to start a book that starts the series with the same name, because sure. they're not very original. So, <laughs> so this book, um, in Unsub, we are introduced to a character who's kind of the main character of the series, and her name is Caitlin, and she is an FBI behavioral analyst and in this book um caitlin is called out to can't remember what city but she's called out to a place in the states somewhere <laughs> to um, <laughs> like the fbi only really deals with the u.s you know so she's called out somewhere and she's asked to help with these murders and what's happening is somebody is breaking into these houses and they're leaving children alone but they are killing and kind of torturing and killing the parents and oh. so these poor children are left alone but Eek. I'm not sure maybe yeah. it sounds like some of them could possibly have seen what happened I'm not really sure um, so case? she's no, she's it's not being a asked. <laughs> no, definitely not Stacy Beck. So she's being asked to come and help um, investigate um, this these these murders that are happening. And as she's investigating, she's realizing that this things that are happening and things that this unsub are doing um, are a little bit. She's she's worrying Terrible? that it's it's coming a little too well. It's also it's coming a little too close to secrets that ha she has in her background 
So oh. she must now decide, can she handle it? Because obviously, as an FBI agent and you're out doing stuff, you really can't hesitate if you are come face-to-face with a murderer. So she must decide if she can handle it. And of course, she can't really hesitate. So she's got to work through her own issues. So this is The Dark Corners of the Night. And it's Unsub number three by Meg Gardner. And it comes out on February 18th. And I'm sorry I couldn't say much more, but they don't really give me much more. I like Meg Gardner. I haven't read this series it was good, but and I really I like liked her, her other one. The Beckett? Yes. Or... Oh, the Beckett ones are good, and the, like, China Lake ones are good, too. I don't know like if the I've Evan read Delaney. China Lake. China Lake is great. Yeah, I don't think I've read those ones, but There's I've read a cult the, the, the Beckett beginning. ones. Oh. I am so excited because February is just going to be a glorious month for all things creepy in my life. So we have zombies, and now we have atmospheric book set in a rundown motel. So this book is called The Sundown Motel by Simone St. James. And I love her so much. And it comes out on February 18th. And I'm not going to be able to say much about this because the synopsis is like thinner than thin. And all I know is that there is a rundown motel in a town in upstate New York called Fell. And this, this motel is called the Sundown Motel. And it's the kind of place for people passing through or where locals go when they have secrets. And in 1982, there is a young woman who is a desk clerk there and her name is um, Viv Delaney. And she's working at the Sundown in order to earn enough money to move to New York City. But she begins to grow very fascinated by the secrets of the motel. And that's really all I know, Um, except for at the very beginning of the synopsis, it says that um, 35 years later, another young woman is going to get enmeshed in the secrets of the Sundown Motel. And that is all I know. So I'm thinking it's a dual timeline. Um, I would assume because every single one of her books has included the creepiest ghosts on the planet um, that I can't talk about. We can't talk about them because I'm alone in my room right now. I'm scared. Yeah, be very afraid. If you are afraid of ghosty things, do not read her books because they are terrible. Like her ghosts are, they don't, they don't mess around. They're violent. Is there any romance to kind of mitigate some of the ghosts? There's, there's always romance. Yeah. Okay. Um, my favorite book by her is The Haunting of Maddie Claire, and it was terrifying. And um, it was uh, set in um, England in the 1920s. She did several books all set just after World War I in England. And it was very interesting, that time period. Um, I didn't I'm know much frightened. about it. <laughs> yes. Well, and then she wrote The Broken Girls two years ago that um, centered around an old um, girls' school for like the unwanted and embarrassment girls um, in the 1950s. And that one was terrifying. So I would assume that this book um, that takes place at a motel, because come on, we all know motels are creepy. They're creepy. Like I hate stopping at motels. Like I'm always nervous there's gonna be like, I don't know, a shining type event, you know, that happens there. 
So anyway, I'm just really excited about this book. I don't know much about it. I know I'm going to be afraid. I know I'm going to love it. But it's called The Sundown Motel. It's by Simone St. James. And it comes out on February 18th. So on February 4th and February 18th, please don't call me and don't talk to me because I have really good books to read this month. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay. So my last pick tonight um, is another book that I fell hard for last year and also so did Natalie. So this is We Unleash the Merciless Storm. And it's the second book in a duology. The first book is called We Set the Dark on Fire. It's by Teller K. Mejia. It is set in um, a fictional kingdom that is kind of like inspired by Mexico, I guess. Um, it has a lot of like, Mexican influences from what I understand, from what I've read um, in reviews and what I can tell from the first book. So it is about these two young girls and they have been training for a very long time to be wives to kind of these rich, like influential men in the kingdom. And each man has two wives and each wife fills a very specific purpose. So Carmen is the main character in this book. She is not the main character in the first book. Um, and there's like, some things about that that I can't tell you. But Carmen is our main character here. And she has been a secret kind of soldier in the rebellion that is brewing in this kingdom because people don't want these really rich, entitled men to have two wives and sort of like unimaginable wealth. Um, they want something, you know, a little more equal, um, a little more fair. And they are ready to affect change. And Carmen has been in a very unique position to bring this change about. And I can't, like I said, tell you a lot about that. But this is Carmen's story. There is a phenomenal female-female romance here that I loved so much. Um, we see a lot of like male-male romances. And I'm just always so happy when there is um, a lesbian romance. So... This is We Unleash the Merciless Storm, We Set the Dark on Fire, book two, by Teller K. Mejia. It comes out on February 25th, and if it's even like half as compelling as the first book in the series, I will be happy. Um, the next series I'm going to talk about is very long. It's by J.D. Robb, and we have our February release of our In Death series. I don't Yay. know what book this is. Uh, 50, I don't know what 50. number this is. The book 50. So this is Golden in Death, which, ha, 50. Huh, I just got it. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you tell I'm exhausted? <laughs> yeah. So Golden in Death by J.D. Robb. And I guess all these mysteries can be read as standalones, but I would recommend to start from the beginning. Naked in Death is the first book because you get to see lots of character development lots of character growth and lots of new technology invention These especially take, if you read 20 of them in a row yes like <laughs> miss yes. mika did there you go um and this these books take place in the 2050s uh the first book starts in 2058 and you know i find it really cool that i'll be 65 when 2058 actually hits 
you know, actually happens. Probably won't find it as cool when we're at like 2050. But for now, I think that's cool. And this is about a detective, a police detective, Eve Dallas. And she is a murder cop, like she likes to call herself. And I can actually tell you the summary of this book because it doesn't spoil any others. So this is a doctor. He's a great doctor. He's loved by everybody. He's even delivered babies. He's got a great marriage, got a great life. I mean, it's such a mystery because everybody loves this doctor, but he's found murdered in his home. Ooh, and it's up to Eve. doesn't love him. Apparently not. And so uh, it's a real mystery because everywhere Eve is looking, there's everything good it's not like her other you know other victims where everybody seems to love him on the surface but she finds something she hasn't literally hasn't found anything to pinpoint why this man was killed so now her and her comrades have to figure out why someone didn't love this man i am so excited about this and shannon doesn't have an arc so i don't have to commit any kind of violence today but this is no uh, Golden in Death by J.D. Robb, released on February 4th. No! I didn't, I didn't yeah, get no, Golden in Death either. Yeah, no, I just looked either. on Amazon. It is I didn't get February it either. 4th. I was well, like, Golden weird, in Death. weird, because it shows everywhere else February 6th. <laughs> no, I just, I just looked just to make sure that I was saying the right thing. Yeah, I didn't, didn't either, Mika. I didn't catch it either. See? February 4th is the best day ever. It is the yes. best day ever. I'm going to take the, the 18th. I know, right? Well, and the and 11th, 25th. which is Mika's birthday. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. February is the best staying. month ever. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our most anticipated books of February episode. Thank you to Mika, Natalia, Stacy, and Brooke for sharing some of your most anticipated releases. Thanks to Christine for all of the editing that she does for each of these episodes. And thank you so much to all of you who join us each week as we discuss all kinds of books that we love. If you would like to let us know your thoughts, you can do that by leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform you use to access the show. And not only does it allow us to see your feedback, but it also helps other book lovers to find us, which is a great thing. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with more bookish fabulousness. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more discussion of great books. Take care, everybody.